0: 7 things you probably didn't know, you need to know I'm Jamie and this, this is the Smart Set. Good morning, it's Tuesday the 26th of July And it's Aunt and Uncle Day And a big happy birthday to Mick Jagger, Helen Mirren, Stormzy and Sandra Bullock It went from cutting taxes to the cost of earrings from Claire's accessories, as Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss held their first head-to-head TV debate on Monday night. Sunak kicked things off with a tribute to former Northern Ireland First Minister David Trimble who died on Monday afternoon, but the debate soon moved on to how the candidates would handle the economy. Asked if the time's right to cut taxes, this is what the former Chancellor had to say. So the question is, should we pay that bill ourselves, or do we put it on the country's credit card? And pass the tab to our children and grandchildren to take care of. Now, I don't think that's right. Despite the interruptions, Trust made her point about Sunak's plans to increase taxes. Everybody thinks that putting up taxes is going to hurt the economy. You can't put up taxes and get growth. if we follow Rishi's plans, can we, we are headed Sophie, for a really recession. Old- Both agreed on a few key issues like banning rail strikes and that Brexit's to blame for long queues in Dover. But on the subject of Boris, Truss said she didn't think she would have been sacked and Sunak gave him 10 out of 10 for his performance on Brexit in the general election. I think we need to look forward at this point. That's why I want to be prime minister. I want to bring the change that this country needs. The debate finished with Liz saying if she was elected leader, she'd work with Sunak. But he didn't return that favour. Here's what the foreign secretary had to say about a recent more wobbly meeting. Media performances. I might not be the slickest presenter in the business, but I do what I say I will do. Okay. I've done it in trade, I've done it in the Foreign Office, and I will do it as Prime Minister. Hey. Hey. Before the TV face-off got underway, Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer made a speech of his own to attack the record of the Conservatives. He said there was a clear contrast between his plan and the Fatterite cosplay on display in the leadership battle. Starmer claimed our economy was weaker than its competitors and told the audience in Liverpool the priority for his party is growth, growth, growth. To give Britain the fresh start it needs, we need a new approach. My goal is straightforward to maximise the contribution we all make to national prosperity. Attention turns to the NHS on Monday as a report warned of persistent understaffing in England and a shortfall of a whopping 62,000 doctors, nurses and midwives. The concern is that it's putting workers and patients at risk. Jeremy Hunt chairs the Health and Social Care Select Committee, which produced the report and said this must be the top priority for the new Prime Minister. The former health secretary also offered to take some responsibility. After all, it was Hunt who set up six new medical schools and increased the number of doctors by 25 percent. So where are they all then, Jeremy? The problem is because it takes seven years to train a doctor, we won't get any of those additional doctors through until 2024. The Department of Health insists it's growing its workforce and is working on a long-term recruitment plan. But the chief executive of NHS employers, Danny Mortimer, told the BBC the real relief will come when our new PM commits to and to invest. What we face now, I think, is is 15 years of governments not really liking what it is that the NHS, what it is that social care uh, has been telling them. The Russian foreign minister has denied military action in Ukraine has caused a global shortage of food. Sergei Lavrov claims Western nations are distorting the truth about the impact sanctions on Moscow have had on our supply chains. Russian politics professor Sam Green told Times Radio that although the country is suffering from inflation and the housing market grinding to a halt, the war isn't really having an impact on people's daily lives. For a lot of people, particularly in um, in, in major cities, it will seem eerily uh, normal. Right? Life seems to, to be going on. Uh... Um, much as it has before, except, of course, for the fact that people are being drafted into, or called up into the military and, 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 and recruited into the military. The war, though, does mean that Eurovision can't be held in Ukraine. But as the UK will run us up, we'll now be hosting, with cities like London, Manchester and Sheffield all ready to put bids forward. The news came as the Met Police announced it would help with the investigation into Russian war crimes. It's asking the public to get in touch with images or video from friends or family in Ukraine. Our war crimes team here in the UK are assisting with evidence from across the country. If you think you might have any information that could help, please do get in touch with us. Still to come on the Smile 7, Bear Grylls Ghost Commander with Natalie Portman and Joni Mitchell makes a welcome return. Right after this. Welcome back. An independent review has found that Cricket Scotland is institutionally racist. 448 examples of racial discrimination were found and it all came about after complaints from former players Majid Haq and Kasim Sheik. The entire board resigned ahead of the report being released and Cricket Scotland says every recommendation will be taken on board. Hack claims he never had any support while Sheik shared details of the abuse he suffered after getting selected to play for Scotland at the World Cup qualifiers in South Africa. What it turned out to be was tokenistic to me. I carried drinks for the whole tour, became a running joke amongst players and and I felt humiliated and I felt I was treated as a personal servant at times. Bear Grylls has given us plenty of top survival tips over the years, build a fire to keep warm, make a spear to catch fish, and now use your pants to filter water. For the latest episode of Running Wild, actress Natalie Portman joined the TV adventurer in the slot canyons of southern Utah. Grills, who once drank water it extracted from hand-squeezing elephant dung, proved going commando isn't just for the military. I got some sledge. That's all right, stick it right in. So we can filter it and boil it and then that's going to replenish our water source. OK, so we're going to filter this. We could use a sock, but then again, you kind of need your socks. Underpants. Vol- we're going to filter sludge water through underpants. There was a surprise set at Newport Folk Festival at the weekend, with Joni Mitchell performing her, forming her first full live concert in around 20 years. The 78-year-old who suffered a brain aneurysm in 2015 performed both sides now in a 13-song set from a throne-like chair. What a legend. has been the smart seven wherever you're listening do us a favor and hit the follow button we'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m have a great day written produced and published by daft Docs. acast powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend